Hello and welcome to Bible 365 with me, Hugh Hattrick. I do hope you're well and having a great day. And today we are on day 123 of the programme, just over a third of the way through. And we are going to be reading from 1 Kings chapter 6 and 7 and also in the New Testament going into Luke chapter 23 verses 27 to 38. So let's get started with the word of God. 1 Kings chapter 6. In the 480th year after the Israelites came out of Egypt, in the fourth year of Solomon's reign over Israel, in the month of Ziv, the second month, he began to build the temple of the Lord. The temple that King Solomon built for the Lord was 60 cubits long, 20 wide and 30 high. The portico at the front of the main hall of the temple extended the width of the temple, that is 20 cubits and the projected ten cubits from the front of the temple. He made narrow windows high up in the temple walls. Against the walls of the main hall and inner sanctuary, he built a structure around the building, in which there were side rooms. The lowest floor was five cubits wide, the middle floor six cubits, and the third floor seven. He made offset ledges around the outside of the temple, so that nothing would be inserted into the temple walls. In the building the temple, only blocks dressed at the quarry were used, and no hammer, chisel, or any other iron tool was heard at the temple site while it was being built. The entrance to the lowest floor was on the south side of the temple. A stairway led up to the middle level and there was there and from there to the third. So he built the temple and completed it, roofing it with beams and cedar planks. And he built the side rooms all along the temple. The height of each was five cubits and they were attached to the temple by beams of cedar. The word of the Lord came to Solomon. As for this temple you are building, if you follow my decrees, observe my laws, and keep all my commands and obey them, I will fulfill through you the promise I gave to David your father, and I will live among the Israelites, and I will not abandon my people Israel. So Solomon built the temple and completed it. He lined its interior walls with cedar boards, panelling them from the floor of the temple to the ceiling, and covered the floor of the temple with planks of juniper. He partitioned off 20 cubits at the rear of the temple with cedar boards from floor to ceiling to form within the temple an inner sanctuary, the most holy place. The main hall in front of this room was 40 cubits long. The inside of the temple was cedar, carved with gourds and open flowers. Everything was cedar. No stone was to be seen. He prepared the inner sanctuary within the temple to set the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord there. The inner sanctuary was 20 cubits long, 20 wide and 20 high. He overlaid the inside with pure gold and he also overlaid the altar of Sedan. Solomon, Solomon covered the inside of the temple with pure gold and he extended gold chains across the front of the inner sanctuary which was overlaid with gold. So he overlaid the whole interior with gold. He also overlaid with gold the altar that belonged to the inner sanctuary. For the inner sanctuary he made a pair of cherubim out of olive wood, each 10 cubits high. One wing of the first cherub was five cubits long, and the other wing five cubits, ten cubits from wingtip to wingtip. The second cherub also measured ten cubits, for the two cherubim were identical in size and shape. The height of each cherub was ten cubits. He placed the cherubim inside the innermost room of the temple. With their wings spread out, the wing of one cherub touched one wall, while the wing of the other touched the other wall, and their wings touched each other in the middle of the room. He overlaid the cherubim with gold. 
on the walls around the temple, in both the inner and the outer rooms, he carved cherubim, palm trees and open flowers. He also covered the floors of both the inner and outer rooms of the temple with gold. For the entrance to the inner sanctuary, he made doors out of olive wood that were one-fifth of the width of the sanctuary. And on the two olive wood doors he carved cherubim, palm trees and open flowers, and overlaid the cherubim and palm trees with hammered gold. In the same way, for the entrance to the main hall, he made door frames out of olive wood that were one-fourth of the width of the hall. He also made two doors out of juniper wood, each having two leaves that turned into sockets. He carved cherubim, palm trees and open flowers on them and overlaid them with gold hammered evenly over the carvings. And he built the inner courtyard of three courses of dressed stone and one course of trimmed cedar beams. The foundation of the temple of the Lord was laid in the fourth year in the month of Ziv. In the eleventh year in the month of Bull, the eighth month, the temple was finished in all its details according to its specifications. He had spent seven years building it. 1 Kings chapter 7 It took Solomon 13 years, however, to complete the construction of his palace. He built the palace of the forest of Lebanon, a hundred cubits long, fifty wide and thirty high, with four rows of cedar columns supporting trimmed cedar beams. It was roofed with cedar above the beams that rested on the columns, forty-five beams, fifteen to a row. Its windows were placed high in sets of three, facing each other. All the doorways had rectangular frames. They were in front parts in sets of three, facing each other. He made a colonnade fifty cubits long and thirty wide. In front of it was a portico, and in front of that were pillars and an overhanging roof. He built the throne hall, the hall of justice, where he was to judge, and he covered it with cedar from floor to ceiling. And the palace in which he was to live, set further back, was similar in design. Solomon also made a palace like this for Pharaoh's daughter, whom he had married. All these structures, from the outside to the great courtyard, and from foundation to eaves, were made of blocks of high-grade stone, cut to size and smoothed on their inner and outer faces. The foundations were laid with large stones of good quality, some measuring ten cubits and some eight. Above were high-grade stones, cut to size and cedar beams. The great courtyard was surrounded by a wall of three courses of dressed stone and one course of trimmed cedar beams, as well as the inner courtyard of the Temple of the Lord with its portico. King Solomon sent to Tyr and brought Huram whose mother was a widow from the tribe of Naphtali, and whose father was from Tyr and a skilled craftsman in bronze. Huram was filled with wisdom, with understanding and with knowledge to do all kinds of bronze work. He came to King Solomon and did all the work assigned to him. He cast two bronze pillars, each 18 cubits high and 12 cubits in circumference. He also made two capitals of cast bronze to set on top of the pillars. Each capital was five cubits high. A network of interwoven chains adorned the capitals on top of the pillars, seven for each capital. He made pomegranates in two rows, encircling each network to decorate the capitals on top of the pillars. He did the same for each capital. The capitals on top of the pillars in the portico were in the shape of lilies, four cubits high. On the capitals of both pillars, above the ball-shaped bowl next to the network, were the 200 pomegranates in rows all round. He erected the pillars at the portico of the temple, the pillar to the south he named Jachin, and the one to the north, Boaz. The capitals on the top were in the shape of lilies, and so the work on the pillars was completed.
he made the sea of cast metal circular in shape, measuring 10 cubits from rim to rim and five cubits high. It took a line of 30 cubits to measure around it. Below the rim, gourds encircled it, 10 to a cubit. The gourds were cast in two rows in one place with the sea. The sea stood on 12 bulls, three facing north, three facing west, three facing south and three facing east. The sea rested on top of them and their hindquarters were toward the centre. It was a hand breadth in thickness and its rim was like the rim of a cup, like a lily blossom. It held 2,000 baths. He also made 10 movable stands of bronze. Each was four cubits long, four wide and three high. This is how the stands were made. They had side panels attached to uprights. On the panels between the uprights were lions, bulls and cherubim. And on the uprights as well, above and below the lions and bulls, were wreaths of hammered work. Each stand had four bronze wheels with bronze axles, and each had a basin resting on four supports, cast with wreaths on each side. On the inside of the stand there was an opening that had a circular frame one cubit deep, and this opening was round, and with its base work it measured a cubit and a half. Around its opening there was engraving. The panels of the stands were square, not round. The four wheels were under the panels, and the axles of the wheels were attached to the stand. The diameter of each wheel was a cubit and a half. The four wheels were under the panels. Oh, sorry. The wheels were made like chariot wheels. The axles, rims, spokes and hubs were all of cast metal. And each stand had four handles, one on each corner, projecting from the stand. At the top of the stand there was a circular band half a cubit deep. The supports and panels were attached to the top of the stand. He engraved cherubim, lions and palm trees on the surfaces of the supports and on the panels in every available space, with wreaths all round. He, this is the way he made ten stands. They were all cast in the same moulds and were identical in size and shape. He then made ten bronze basins, each holding forty baths and measuring four cubits across one basin to go on each of the ten stands. He placed five of the stands on the south side of the temple and five on the north. He placed the sea on the south side at the southeast corner of the temple. He also made the pots and the shovels of sprinkling bowls. So Huram finished all the work he had undertaken for King Solomon in the temple of the Lord. The two pillars, the two bowl-shaped capitals on top of the pillars, he set two of network decorating the two bowl-shaped capitals on the top of the pillars, the 400 pomegranates for the two sets of network, two rows of pomegranates for each network de decorating the bow-shaped capitals on the top of the pillars. The ten stands with their ten basins, the sea and the twelve bulls under it, the pots, shovels and sprinkling bowls, and these objects that Huram made for King Solomon for the temple of the Lord were of burnished bronze. The king had them cast in clay moulds in the plain of the Jordan between Sukkoth and Zarathan. Solomon left all these things unweighed because there were so many, the weight of the bronze was not determined. Solomon also made all the furnishings that were in the Lord's temple, the golden altar, the golden table on which was the bread of the presence. The lampstands of pure gold, five on the right and five on the left, in front of the inner sanctuary, the gold floral work and lamps and tongues. The pure gold basins, wick trimmers, sprinkling bowls, dishes and censers, and the gold sockets for the doors of the innermost room, the most holy place, and also for the doors of the main hall of the temple. 
When all the work King Solomon had done for the temple of the Lord was finished, he brought in the things his father David had dedicated, the silver and gold and the furnishings, and he placed them in the treasuries of the Lord's temple. <coughs> Excuse me. There we are. Now we'll go into Luke, and it's Luke chapter 23. We're almost at the end of Luke, actually. And it's going to be from 27 to 38. A large number of people followed him, including women who mourned and wailed for him. Jesus turned and said to them, Daughters of Jerusalem, do not weep for me. Weep for yourselves and for your children. For the time will come when you will say, Blessed are the children, the childless women, the wombs that never bore and the breasts that never nursed. Then they will say to the mountains, Fall on us, and to the hills, cover us. For if people do these things when the tree is green, what will happen when it is dirty? Two other men, both criminals, were also led out to be executed. When they came to the place called the Skull, they crucified him there along with the criminals, one on his right, the other on his left. And Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they are doing. And they divided up his clothes by casting lots. The people stood watching, and the rulers even sneered at him. And they said, He saved others. Let him save himself if he is God's Messiah, the chosen one. The soldiers also came up and mocked him. They offered him wine vinegar and said, If you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. There was a written notice above him which read, This is the king of the Jews. One of the criminals who hung there hurled insults at him. Aren't you the Messiah? Save yourself and us. But the other criminal rebuked him. Don't you fear God, he said, since you are under the same sentence. We are punished justly, for we are getting for what our deeds deserve. But this man has done nothing wrong. And then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus answered him, truly, I tell you, today you will be with me in paradise. It was now about noon and darkness came over the whole land until three in the afternoon. For the sun stopped shining and the curtain of the temple was torn in two. Jesus called out with a loud voice. Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. When he had said this, he breathed his last. The centurion, seeing what, was happened, what had happened, praised God and said, Surely this was a righteous man. When all the people who had gathered to witness the sight saw what took place, they beat their breasts and went away. But all those who knew him, including the woman who had followed him from Galilee, stood at a distance watching these things. Now there was a man named Joseph, a member of the council, a good and upright man who had not consented to the, their decision and action. He came from the Judean town of Arimathea and he himself was waiting for the kingdom of God. Going to Pilate, he asked for Jesus's body. Then he took it down, wrapped it in linen cloth and placed it in a tomb cut in the rock, one in which no one had yet been laid. It was preparation day and the Sabbath was about to begin. The woman who had come with Jesus from Galilee followed Joseph and saw the tomb and how his body was laid in it. Then they went home and prepared spices and perfumes, but they rested on the Sabbath in obedience to the commandment. And there we are. <coughs> Excuse me. Let's pray. Father in heaven, Lord Jesus, we thank you for your word, Lord, for your inspiration and wisdom. Lord, as we hear about the building of your incredible tabernacle, Lord, of your incredible temple, Lord, that Solomon built. 
And here in the New Testament, when Jesus promised that he would tear it down and rebuild it in three days, Lord, we thank you for you are the King of Kings and you're coming back for your church. Lord, we pray that you would help us prepare for your return. Lord, help us to be great disciples of Christ. Lord, disciples that truly create great fruit, Lord, on the vines that you have made us into. We thank you and we give you all the praise and all the glory in Jesus' name. And of course, for the sinner's prayer. Dear Lord Jesus, I know that I am a sinner and I have done many things wrong. Lord, I repent of my sin truly and sincerely. <clears throat> and I ask that you would forgive me of my sin. Lord Jesus, I ask you would come into my life, into my heart, my mind, my soul, my body, everything that I am. I turn away from the devil's ways, Lord, and I look to you, Lord Jesus, as my Lord and Saviour, from now and evermore. In Jesus' name, Amen. Well, there you have it, day 123 of Bible 365. I hope you're enjoying hearing the word. It's great to have you with me. Thanks again for all the lovely comments. And I look forward to seeing you again very soon with another daily programme. Thanks and God bless. Bye just now.